0: Let's just mark this. You want to give a... Mark. Nice. Homies, what is good? How you living? I am not in the studio. If you're listening on audio, it really doesn't matter. But if you hear noises like that of a drone, it's because we are in L.A. We are here at Rams Camp. And that new show that I keep talking to you guys about, the premium show on YouTube... We're cracking out some episodes. I got Ingber on the road. He looks like a young... Uh, who's the... Re- Ron Howard right now. It's really nice. He's got a hat on with the headphones. Um, but I told you guys that after Hard Knocks, I would tell you if it's still alive or if it's dead. And I'll have that verdict for you in a few minutes. you got to stick through some content first. First, I just want to say I talked to the man Izell. 91 fantasy leagues have already been created you guys are crazy 91 I think we finished around 99 or 97 but if you haven't responded to the email yet do that but shout out to the homie Ezel for holding that all down Uh, also next week I'm going to be in Vegas and so we're going to have an episode that's going to come out next week where I'm going to make some bets with crack Uh, you know who crack is And we're going to... I'm going to make some of my season-long bets. And so if you guys want to bet with me, more than willing to. But I'm going to take all the tickets. I'm going to bring them back to the studio. And we're going to hang them up so we can follow my bets all year round. Because if I'm making money, you're making money for sure. But we're here in Rams camp. And it actually worked out perfectly because the Rams, if you guys saw, played the Raiders on that episode of Hard Knocks. And before I get to my verdict... I want to give you some of the things that I liked from the episode. Because I want to go positive. Oh, you hear the drone? Everything looks good in drones. By the way, I don't know if I'm supposed to do this yet, but the name of the show... I can do this. I'm doing it. The name of the show is going to be called Ditch the Playbook with Lefko. Because when we do a show, whatever you think you're going to do, whatever you think you're going to see, I want you to take that book, I want you to rip it down the seam, I want you to throw it into the trash, because we're ditching it. And... I'm no longer going by Adam Lefko. I want to be Prince. I want to be Madonna. I want to be Michael Lefko. That's it. Putting the whole family on my back. We're going for generations to come. But it's going to be Ditch the Playbook with Lefko. I'm not giving you any more details. There's going to be articles coming out soon of people like getting excited, whether it's like Awful Announcing or Sports Business Journal. You'll read all about it. But the reason we're able to do all this stuff is because of you guys at 33%, and I appreciate you. Now to Hard Knocks. Things I liked... Hunter Renfro is adorable, and he's nervous, and he makes me laugh. He gets up there, and he sings Lean on Me, and he's got the receding hairline, and I know all about that, but Hunter, you're a baby, and I love it. He was nervous to propose to his fiance, but I think the quote that sums up Hunter Renfro, I'm going to block the wind here as we're in a wind tunnel here in L.A. The, the line that summed up Hunter Renfro in one line was when he looked at Keelan Doss on the sideline and said, Sometimes God just winks at you. That is Hunter Renfro in a nutshell. He is so innocent. And I do think the fact that we can go from Antonio Brown... With all the ego and the craziness. And the guy that's going to be replacing him is balding Hunter Renfro. is one of the perfect dichotomy switches that I've ever seen. I loved the Gruden McVeigh piss boy. The fact that we got to see like 16-year-old Sean McVeigh. And Gruden said, when I was young, I was the piss boy. And then we called Sean McVeigh the piss boy. I love that. And then I also love... The fact that Gruden, till the end of time, is going to take credit for Shaw McVeigh Because that's just a very Gruden thing to do. My favorite Gruden lines from the episode. Gruden says to, to Mike Lennon, you're so casual, like a house mouse. The fuck does that mean? Like, I was like, I don't know if Gruden is secretly like an 85-year-old man and has like these stories. that I'm, Like, he also had another one, which I thought was great, which was, my life is running out of lifespan. And Ingber hit me up and he goes, I think he got interrupted and like didn't know what to say. He's like, you're making my life. It's it's running out of lifespan. Gruden's a nut job. I also like number three. He said, be a little bit more like me. Be a jerk. And anyone that openly, he also called himself a dick in the episode. I love the fact that Gruden, like, appreciates that he knows he's a dick, and that he knows he's a jerk. And he's telling Glennon and Nathan Peterman, he destroyed those guys. I mean, he called Peterman a blockhead. Glennon, he goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And, And this is from all the times that we did shows with Sims, and he would hear him riding Sims. The fact that Gruden treats everybody like crap, which is, I secretly think he doesn't like Derek Carr. I really believe that. And I know that Derek Carr bought a house next to him, but like, Derek Carr will come over there and be like, hey, I just didn't see it. And Gruden never talks. He never talks. But to Peterman and to Glennon, he's always coaching. But I think my favorite moment, though, of Gruden was when he's standing there in front of the team and he goes, all right, week two, everybody do the handshakes. Okay. And he goes, what we need this week, guys, is, is we need better execution. We need better execution. Like, he turned the switch up like it was nothing, and that's Gruden. Like, can't you see Gruden at a dinner table being like, please pass the rolls? Can you pass the fucking rolls? There's just, the fact that Gruden can just turn it up at any time, I fucking love it. So we got more Gruden. I love that. I loved Hunter Renfro. I love that we got more great moments of Jonathan Abram at the end of the episode saying Tom Brady could have been my daddy. Talking about Aaron Don, all that. The fact that he looked at Charles Woodson, Ingber, and said, I'm just trying to get 1% better every day. Jonathan Abram listens to the podcast. That's all that it means. He's officially a part of the 33%. He's stealing my lines about getting better 1% every day. And he's going to Charles Woodson wearing the same jersey number that he didn't go. I'm just trying to get 1%. And Charles Woodson goes, oh, I love that. So now Charles Woodson's practically a member of the 33% too. So that's what it means. A few other news and notes before I get to whether this show is still alive. One, Cleveland Farrell is average as fuck. And I'm just going to come out and say it. I know he went fourth pick in the draft, and I know that they're going to sell you on leadership, but homies, what did we learn? If you're going to tell me that a rookie is a good leader and gives good effort, you know what that doesn't mean? He's a fucking animal, and that he's a freak, and he's athletic. You heard them describing Aaron Donald? Man, his feet are so fast. He's so strong. He moves like a DB. You know what they didn't say? Man, he's got good energy out there. Or Aaron Donald seems like a nice guy. I watched Cleveland Farrell. You guys watch Cleveland Farrell? I watched the preseason game too. He's gonna be that guy that's in the NFL for a long time, he's gonna be good. But he's not the fourth pick in the draft, and the Raiders fucked up, and I'm okay saying that. And I'm sorry, Raiders fans, but I just want Raiders fans to know that as I critique the show and as I critique Antonio Brown, I am rooting for the Raiders to make the playoffs. John Gruden making the playoffs is better for all of us. The Raiders making the playoffs is where this league needs to be. I'm rooting for Derek Carr. Do I find him annoying? Yes. Like, I find Carson Wentz annoying sometimes, and that's my quarterback, so I don't really care. So all the Raiders fans in my mentions talking about how I'm hating on the Raiders, I'm not hating on the Raiders, but... Stop being a fanboy and know that it's okay for your quarterback. Your quarterback is kind of a dork. Derek Carr is kind of a dork. All right, embrace it. All right, Ingram. I'm ready to get to it. Number one, I haven't seen Josh Jacobs once. Number two, I haven't seen Mark Davis really do anything other than shake hands at a picnic. I haven't seen uh, Tyrell Williams. I haven't seen Trent Brown. We have a lot of holes. But I said, coming into this episode, that we needed to see behind the scenes of the AB saga. And I'm telling you, when that episode started, I thought, holy shit, we're going to the next stratosphere. Where do we go almost right away? On a field. Antonio Brown takes his shoes off, showing his feet, dropping lines like, my feet are circumcised. He gave us all the details. First of all, savage line, my feet are circumcised. He said that when it was flopping out, it looked like a whoopee cushion. He even gave the details that he was in Paris and that he had to do cold therapy and he swelled up and he couldn't walk and they're draining it and using a scalpel and the knife and I'm sitting there in this hotel room in Thousand Oaks. Is that where we are? Thousand Oaks going, they're gonna give us all the goods. Isn't that right, Drone? drone agrees i'm going we're seeing it we're seeing how it is they're talking about it they go right to camp and john gruden's at camp and he's just like how long is this going to be these burns are serious and i'm going this is it and then the show fucking died and i stand here before you today, ready to read a eulogy because the hard knocks as you know it does not matter anymore and it has deceased How did they break into the two news events about Antonio Brown? Helmet and feet. Clips of NFL Network. State TV. And then what happened? Nothing. Nothing. We got nothing from the players. We got nothing from Antonio Brown. Fuck, dude. Even in the way they promoted the next episode, they said they showed a clip from NFL Network News breaking in about him losing the arbitration, and then something from Instagram. What has happened to Hard Knocks? To expound upon this a little bit more, the only nugget we got was when John Gruden was in the coaching meeting and he looked around and he said, Has anyone seen my friend Antonio? everything else was things we've already seen a press conference where he stands by Antonio Brown he tells Brett Musburger I don't want to talk about it I don't want to talk about it and if that's hard knocks way of saying that um, they weren't going to talk about it with us either that's fine let me ask you a question have we seen one camera angle inside John Gruden's office other than that two-second clip of McVay no have we been in Mike Mayock's office no have we been in the wide receiver room no So I want to say that I had this theory this morning, and I said it to Ingber, that I really think Hard Knocks knew they had to get the Raiders. And it sounds like they may have made concessions in order to make this happen. I'm just letting you know, with a story that has dominated the news cycle for a week, Antonio Brown is the number one click-getter in the entire sports ecosystem right now. And all I get is two clips from NFL Network, an Instagram post, and John Gruden saying, have you seen my friend Antonio? is dead so let me say this here dearly beloved as we gather here today we stand on top of a giant feet whose shoes will likely never be filled and not because of cryotherapy hard knocks brought us joy it brought us things like bam bam chicken and shrimp it brought us things like kiss the baby And child, please. But today, I stand here before you putting it to rest. Hard Knocks, you've had an incredible run. And I am so sorry to all the amazing producers and everyone that works on this show that's going to watch this and go, fuck that guy. I'm just letting you know, I fucking don't want to be saying this shit either. But Hard Knocks is dead. R.I.P. It was... I know that David liked it, uh, Ingber, because... I think that it had good football mov- movements. But the fact that they spent the episode focusing on Nathan Peterman and Keelan Doss instead of Antonio Brown, you needed to abandon all of these bullshit storylines. Nobody cares if Keelan Doss is playing in front of his hometown. Nobody cares if Nathan Peterman... They put... Nathan Peterman's 50-yard run got the hard knocks treatment that Antonio Brown should have gotten. Slow motion with NFL films, background music, and and insight from everybody. And all I got from Antonio Brown was an NFL Network news hit. So I stand here before you, a broken man, a shattered man, an upset man, and more importantly, a disappointed man. Okay, so we're going to be uh, shooting uh, with some Rams players for the show, Ditch the Playbook with Lefko. and um, the hashtag for the show is going to be D the P. So as these episodes come out uh, during the season, make sure to use the hashtag D the P. Uh, me, me or Engberg came up with that. And uh, you can probably guess who. Uh, but love you guys so much. Ingber is smiling right now because he's happy about everything. Uh, 33% of you guys are the shit. If you haven't responded yet to the Fantasy Leagues, we have over 91 filled out. Make sure you get in there. I'm going to be in Vegas next week. A lot more details to come. And I'm hoping to let you guys know about co-host soon. It's not official. I don't want to give it away. I want it to be a really big surprise. But I want you to know that I came into this season thinking one thing. How can I create a show, and if the 33% listens for three days a week, that they're going to get enough information to help them talk football with their friends, enough information to make them better gamblers, and then also have some funny-ass shit happen that it's going to be great. And I'm letting you know that I have found some guys that I think it's going to be amazing. So we're really close to announcing it, but just let you know that we're getting 1% better every day. And I really think with these guys we might be going up 10%. So buckle the fuck up. Get fucking excited. I'm gonna stop cursing because YouTube might pull this video. But I love you guys a lot. Holla holla holla. Jake editing back in the in, in headquarters. I appreciate you. To all the crew, I me, mean, come on, come in here really quick. This audio dude's been holding this the whole time. You wanna say anything? No. Perfect. See you guys later.